Welcome to Fulfillment Hero, where we share, define, and discuss the principles that model fulfilling life. My name's Dustin, and I'm here with my partner, Sal, and we got a special guest today, Matt Hale, a longtime friend, and want to do a quick introduction on it. Matt, let us know who you are. Thanks, Salvador. Thanks, Dustin. Thank you guys for having me on your podcast today. Uh, I do appreciate it. So yeah, I am a professional speaker and a coach, man. I am helping individuals find clarity in life, find direction, uh, gain confidence, and uh, I help you create the clear path to your goals. Uh, so I'm excited to be here with you guys, see if we can help help some people along their journey today. Nice. And thank you very much, Matt, for making the time to come on. We appreciate it. And also, I got to acknowledge the background noise because we're shooting this in a gym, so there will be a little bit of music little bit of background noise but now that we got that out of the way yeah just know that we're having a good time huh yeah there you go nice nice hey well this is your second time on the show yeah uh, you know the first time we did the recording it was last may i believe wow was it that long yeah ago? it's been a while uh on the on our list online it actually pops up as our our eighth episode so it was only posted in november officially to the big platforms oh that's right but bring it back to when it was uh, first recorded man it's been a while almost a whole year so it's good to have you back yeah yeah i appreciate it man it's fun hanging out and yeah. a lot has happened since then so yeah. that's why we felt it was very important to bring matt back on yes very much so all right well let's dig into uh to good things so matt you you started make inspired choices that's the uh what what why the name make inspired choices what does that mean Thanks for asking that, yeah. man. No, yeah, I, I came up with it because um, I was when I was coming up with the name, I was just in the infancy of becoming a coach and a speaker, and uh, it was like, what what is making the big difference for me now? What is making the change? You know, I went from stuck and frustrated, and I'm sitting there with like, I just want to do something else with my life, something more, something more impactful, something more fulfilling, and I just couldn't come up with it. You know, for a long time, I stayed stuck. And I realized what it was is uh, I was making the same choices every day. Uh, I was doing the same things, talking to the same people, and having the same thoughts in my head. And once I started making inspired choices to do new things, find new people, um, and all that, things just started to uh, kind of roll from there, and the momentum really started to build. So I really believe that our power is in our choice, and you have a choice any given moment on how you feel, how you react, or what you want to do. So I feel like it's a really empowering uh, statement and, and way to live. And I don't mean to speak for Dustin, but I think Dustin and I could relate to that, right? Where you feel you feel stuck or you feel like, is this all there is to life? And so somebody out there that's feeling that right now, I mean, where do you start? How do you start where I'm just going to a job? I don't know why I'm going to that job. Um, I'm in a relationship. I don't even know why I'm in a relationship. But where do you start to make that change? Like, what's the first the first tip you give to somebody? It's like, Hey, Matt, I feel stuck. Like, where do I start? Uh, absolutely, it's with belief. I think you got to know that there can be a difference. Um, I think a lot of people don't have clarity where they're going, and that makes it really difficult to make the change because it's like you don't just leave something. you got to go towards something else. You know what I mean? You can't just leave something and be, be nowhere. Um, but I don't think a lot of people believe that they can do it. You know, I think a lot of times they get stuck with the stresses and anxieties and just worry of their every day. And it keeps them trapped in that sense where it's like, well, how am I going to get out of this? How can I possibly do this? And the how keeps coming up so much that you uh, you forget to focus on what it is. And once you have the what, the how starts showing up. So mm -hmm. believing, though, that anything you want can change, even from any point where you're at, that is the best start you can do. Because once you believe it, you will actually go after it. I mean, 
if you if you wanted to change your life and you're like I need a million dollars but you didn't believe you could do it you wouldn't do anything you know what I mean if you didn't believe you could go somewhere else you wouldn't actually take any action steps to do something different so so believing that anything is possible is, is a great basis to start change and having that clarity is important too right you know uh, the episode we released last week talked a bit about goal setting and having that clarity in in life and also we released a, a blog article but that is such a valuable piece uh, to the whole thing is being clear and knowing what you want to go after and why yeah. why are you why do you want to be there yeah you're absolutely right it was a good episode you guys did too i appreciate your examples and real life uh circumstances i think that's what people can uh, relate to but uh to your point dustin it, it, the clarity is is the changing point because like if, let's say we decide after this we're going to go eat lunch we will all just say hey let's go eat lunch and then we leave there's a good chance all three of us drive to a different restaurant because we didn't get any clarity where we're going. Or we could sit here and argue all day about, I don't want this food, you don't want this food, and if we never decide, we're not going anywhere. I know that's a basic example, but in life, most people are just saying, I want something different. I know that was with me. I was like, God, I just want something more. I want something different, but I don't know what to do. And that's the thoughts I kept following up with every statement was, I don't know what to do. And that was my limiting thought. That was what kept me stuck is I didn't know what to do. Um, and I found that even when you want change, you got to say, I know it's out there and I'm going to find the answer. You got to ask more empowering questions and uh, clarity is what gets you over the hump to start moving towards something. So yeah, you talked about beliefs. I know this sounds a little crazy, but how do you change a belief? Like, how do you, how do you go to that point where it's like okay my belief is this do i question it or how do i i mean just just listen like someone listening to this how do you change a belief um you know i think a lot of times it's trial and error it's talking to new people it's finding new information um you know i mean i know you guys uh, especially you sell are in the health and wellness industry and you know there's a lot of people say, oh i'm not gonna run because that'll hurt my knees you know and they come up with all these excuses and it's like have you tried running well no i just heard it'll hurt your knees when you're older and it's like you know and then you talk to somebody maybe you find a good routine or something like that but it's it's the same thing you got to be looking for more information i think what really started helping me when i was in that point of i need to find something else is i was like i'm just going to start looking for something you know what I mean? And uh, uh, one success principle we've talked about before is uh, leaning into things. You know, I tried guitar lessons. I tried taking IT courses. Um, you know, I started just going and doing things to try to find something that lit my fire. And, and I was reading self-development books. And as I was reading them, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I, I really love this. You know, I really relate to what they said. And I love the empowering thought that you can change your world based on your thoughts and your feelings. Because before I kept thinking somebody was gonna have to offer me a better job or I'd have to get a raise or I was looking for all these outside um, things to change my life. And the empowering thing is when I finally decided that I could do it on my own based on the way I was thinking and feeling. So that's how I changed my beliefs that I could do it on my own. Uh, it's because I, I read more stuff. I found out more answers. I got more information on it. So, And I realized my beliefs were limiting me to where I was at in my life. <clears throat> would you consider YouTube a valuable source for somebody who's at that very very beginning oh, yeah. which right and pretty much anyone should yeah. say yes yeah, yeah. talk on that <laughs> yeah you know for me I, I love videos I love the visual you know I, I like to read but I, I prefer videos I don't know I just I connect a little bit better um, yeah and in the beginning I just started watching like motivational videos you know they have so many motivational videos and in the morning I'm like I'm trying to do push-ups or stretching you know I'm trying to change my routine and at the time I didn't have all these buzzwords about change your routine and bookend your day and all this stuff but I was just like something's got to change that was the only thing I could really think of is if I'm gonna do something different something's got to change and 
And uh, yeah, YouTube was a really good source because you can find information on anything there. So, and that's one of the most popular areas I'd say for people now. But obviously, reading too is a big one. Uh, I love to read, and which you know, in the last year that's developed a lot. I know Cell has really loves to read as well, and like you said, you do too. Yeah. But it's been a valuable piece, even growing up not caring to read, but to get involved in that and realizing, oh my gosh, there's so much information here that's change the way I've, I've thought the, the way I've been able to go out and take action yeah absolutely uh, so I agree with that how important is your environment you, uh, you know you read and you listen to these videos how important is it that you do that on the daily and surround yourself with people like yourself you know people that are um, feeding you good information uh, it's it's uh, it's imperative you can't go without it and there's uh, in some of my talks when I speak to companies, I, I talk about some of the mindset tricks and um, people have always talked about that one where they take a two groups of people and one practices shooting free throws and the other group just visualizes shooting free throws and they both um, advance about the same rate uh, because the mind doesn't know the difference between a real event and uh, just a thought you're having. So if you want to change your world, you can literally just start doing it every day and thinking of the better the better outcomes and the results you want or whatever you're trying to improve on and the brain will find a way to make it happen you know that's what the brain's job is to 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 move this body along this life and, and in the way you want it to and that's why your thoughts are so impo um, so powerful um, so yeah that's what and so uh, as I we talked and I told you I'm in the business of you know helping people live longer and fuller nice and but that being said, I think a thing that's overlooked a lot is the mindset, which you teach. Yeah. So I think it's very important that people understand what negative thoughts can do to you over and over because you feel like, say, for instance, you didn't forgive something from your past. And you keep going on and you keep releasing stress hormones as if something's happening. But in reality, nothing's really happening. It's happening up here in the mind. Right. So you keep reliving it. And I mean, so much of that then disease comes about. Sure. So that's why I love how you preach mindset because I think it's so important to everything starts from up here. I mean, our thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, when you're changing your life, no matter if it's health, fitness, career, whatever, you're going to have to find like that concrete action plan of, uh, you know, getting to the gym or learning a new skill for a new job. But like we talked about, you got to start in the beginning with beliefs, believing in yourself, believing it's possible and saying the right things to you. You know, you, you brought up that about the way the mind works. Um, I, I saw this interesting stat that uh, 95 percent of our thoughts are the same thoughts we have mm. day, of, day after day and their thoughts of the past. But 70 percent of those are all negative. And, you know, it's really interesting as, as human beings, we seem to focus on our past failures and things that didn't go right and things that, you know, we wish could have been better. And like when you're staying in that mindset, it's hard to see the positive uh, resources and opportunities that are waiting for you because your attraction uh, point, the thing you were setting up inside is like, man, I failed at that. Or man, that was terrible. And like you said, it could go back to, you know, a seventh grade basketball game that you, you know, or, or, uh, or an old dating experience or something like that. But it, you're basically living in the past and you're, you keep recreating, like you said, all those negative emotions to do your day to day. So it's hard to move towards something that inspires you when your thoughts keep you back on things that demotivate you. There you go, get it. <laughs> and so to talk on that a little bit so there's 
Okay, for instance, I'll take an example. People say, okay, drugs are they're out of control right now. You know, drug addiction. Um, people would say social media's, you know, it's taking over people's lives. But when you dig deeper, is it really drugs a problem, or is it somebody trying to mask something? You know, I mean, there's different. Ex- I mean, there's different things. But on the basic level, I mean, I feel like. It might be something with mindset, right? We're trying to mask something that happened in the past, and so drugs help with taking that pain away. Or social media, you don't have a clear future or something that you're working towards, so you get saturated in an internet or social media to cover up or try to kill time. Sure. I mean, so what do you think on that? Is that, I mean, are drugs the problem are because they're always going to be around right (laughs) yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean there's all sorts of things that that people can use to mask uh emotions or you know they stay lonely they eat they you know whatever it is you're right um and for that example and really what it is is that's kind of disempowering because you're out you're, you're always putting it outside of yourself like oh i can only feel better this way you know i'm gonna eat this ice cream or i'm gonna you know whatever drugs you know like that so so it is it's disempowering and everyone's looking outside again kind of like I was you're looking outside for all the answers uh, and I think it's important that you can learn that the power comes from inside um, and you got to learn to just move past that stuff and I mean there's a lot of different ways you can go to counseling you can see a doctor you can talk to friends you can join a support group uh, there's a lot of different things and I think once you realize the life you're living isn't what you want and you start looking for solutions that's when you will you all of a sudden you'll meet, meet like, oh, Dustin said, oh, I should be part of this group. It's like, whoa, I was just thinking that. You know what I mean? But it's because I put it out there. I'm, I'm inside. I'm like, i got to find a solution to this. And next thing you know, they sit, and that's why they always say, you know, the answers seem to come unexpectedly or just out of the blue. Or can you believe Salvador just told me to do this? And it's like, yeah, because that's what you're looking for. Of course, you're going to find the answer if you're looking for it. So, yeah, I think a lot of people mask some stuff sometimes. And if you feel like it, I mean, I think a lot of people know too if they're doing something uh, that's harmful to their body in, in any way uh, because of that reason and that's just a, maybe a moment of self-reflection I think that's feedback from life saying hey things aren't going the way you want you have a choice to make something different now isn't it strange how most people seem to know what the, the answer is but they ignore it do you come across that often yeah. where I mean you're like oh well what am I supposed to do but if you really took the time to reflect all of a sudden you realize that Wow, I knew the answer the whole time. It just, I was scared to act on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, part of what I teach in my uh, personal program is trusting your intuition. Um, like you said, everyone says the answers come from inside, but what, you know, what does that mean? You know, I, I've told my wife before, it's like I either have all really good answers or they're all really horrible, right? Because I get inspired <laughs> by a lot of them. Uh, but I think that's where I'm at in my life is I'm looking for inspiration. I'm looking for opportunities, and that's why I'm seeing them, and that's why I'm following through on them. I think as we grow up, you're always taught to listen to your parents, listen to your teachers, listen to your authority figures, listen to this, and you, you kind of start to lose touch with what your inner desires are and what really makes you happy. And I mean, if you think about it as children, uh, small kids especially, you just go and do. There's no judgment based on climbing on the couch or touching a hot pan if you don't know what it is. They just say, oh my God, that looks interesting, I'm going for it. And that's a beautiful thing that, that gets um, you know, really suppressed over our age because it's like, don't do that, don't touch this. You can't talk in class, you can't do what you wanna do, blah, 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 blah. And it just keeps going. So by the time we're adults, 
we're not really quite sure what we want anymore. You know, uh, there's a lot of yes people, and there's a lot of people that um, are always trying to please other people or get the approval of other people because I, I want to get the raise or I want to I want to get a date with this person. You know, I got to make sure they like what I'm putting out instead of being authentic. And being authentic is a true power because um, I think a lot of people just don't give themselves enough credit that what they put out for themselves, other people will like. So yeah, you're absolutely right. People will hear the answer. That's why I always say the answers are there. You're just not looking for them because you'll say, yeah. I want a new career and I'll be like, go do this. And you'll go, no way, that's scary. I can't do that. <laughs> and so then you're like, so nothing happens. The world's not working for me. I'm so frustrated. Look how hard, it's like the answers are given. You're not listening for them though. You're not in that place. Mm. So it's a, it's a huge step once you start believing in yourself and then you can hear that voice or you can see those signs. And then it's like, that's when it's fun too. Cause that's the journey unfolding in front of you. Enjoy the journey. That's the journey. And to go back to that, Matt and I had a conversation this week where we're thinking of, we knew the how-to, right? We said, Sal, we already know the how-to on yeah. the things we wanted to start doing. Yeah. And we're over here trying to think of all these different things. And it's like, we know the how-to. Let's just do it and stop overthinking it. Because I believe the biggest thing that holds anyone back, like if you were to think, what kind of life do you want? Who do you want to be? The one thing that holds... I believe almost everybody back is fear, a fear of something. Sure. Right. Right. When we jump, it's some kind of fear, whether it's fear of rejection, fear that I won't be loved, fear of failure, fear of something. Yeah. Just looking stupid, feeling like I'm going to look stupid doing this. Yeah, sure. Because most of us know the how to, and how do you get in shape? Right. We, we know, well, let's start eating decent. Let's start working out. We know how, but why don't we? Because we're focused on the pain or we're focused on, instead of the results what kind of results will i get how will i feel if i get in shape right but rather i'm focusing what kind of pain am i going to go through to have to work out oh my gosh i have to get closer i have to get off of work at this time and then we go through this big old thing that's all in the mind yeah right yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and you know and you brought it up too with social media and stuff everything's like visible to everybody mm -hmm. all the time and like you said i think uh just fear of looking stupid and failing in front of people you know so bad um, I think really can hold people back because like what if you say all right today's the day I'm going back to the gym and I'm gonna lose that 50 pounds I need to lose and then you stop going to the gym right and it's like oh man people are gonna know I stopped going to the gym and so I'm just not even gonna say it and yeah the fear plays a big part um, and, and to touch on that a little bit too Salvador I think too people fall into that trap of the paralysis by analysis mm -hmm. which I'm not sure if we talked about before or not we did actually um, <coughs> exactly but that's another fear is like I got to get this perfect before I do it and what's perfect right what's perfect nobody will ever find perfect so then you don't do and that's exactly uh, what Salvador was talking about what we did is we were like let's get more information let's meet with new people let's let's figure this out on a different level and it was all of a sudden we we're both just like wait a minute wait a minute you know we, we know what to do here we've we've come a long way and we know what to do for the next steps of uh, putting together like a workshop to help people find some clarity or find some purpose or find some direction and find some inspiration. And it's like, we can do that. Yeah. You can give yourself the permission. We thank you. Excellent. We can give ourselves a permission. I think that's huge. I think it's exciting. And Hey, a shout out to what you guys are putting together, by the way, whenever those events do come around, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to, to see some, some workshops, your beautiful faces. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you so much. Yeah, I know. Actually. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you're right. And uh, as connected as we are on social media, there is a absolute power 
and just being in a room with other people. You know, no phones, no that, and you're just kind of, you're just connected. I mean, the, the feeling is different. You know, I've been to some some uh, self-development events over the past four years and they are just phenomenal like people don't want to leave you know there's that connection and it's unbelievable to be with people who just want to be positive um, and the longer you're in that it's like it, it starts to take over and then you go back to your life and you hear all these people just being so negative it's like that just starts to sound like a horrible noise you don't want to be around anymore and you start out looking for people who want to be that positive. And I think that's what Salvador and I are trying to do with this workshop is like, let's bring like-minded people together who want to have an experience um, because those experiences actually will make a uh, turbocharge your goals and get you there a little faster. And that's, ab it's absolutely possible to put a group like that together. I think that's something people think isn't possible that, Oh, there's so much negativity around. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it the way it is. I'm going to tolerate it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to accept it because I think that it's just not going to happen to get, you know, so many minds together that are willing to push things to new limits, to new heights. So, I don't know, I feel like that's important to realize that it's out there. You know, you, we see so much negativity out on the news and this and that, and nobody's a good person anymore, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. there's so many people doing great things, amazing things, changing the world for the better. Uh, Absolutely. You just have to... Absolutely. Put the, your eyes on it. Yeah, the uh, the self-improvement category of coaches and speakers and all that is just booming these days because a lot of people are waking up. You know, they're, they're tired of putting up with the stress and anxiety because and, I don't think that's how life should be. You know, I think it's supposed to be more of a playground, more of a fun journey. And, and I think when you go at it with the attitude of I'm going to have fun, figuring out like how to help others and you know make an impact on the way that's the biggest difference and it's funny you say that because all my Facebook suggestions now are nothing but coaches and it blows me away that people are like so dialed into like I help women who just you know got have a breakup and they're going through a hard breakup or I help men find confidence and you know and if there's so many distinct things that people need help mm -hmm. with because a lot of people aren't taking the opportunities to grow on their own and they you know they need a little bit of help and plus when you have help it goes a lot faster too that's the, that's mm -hmm. the best thing about coaching is it'll help get you to your results faster than if you try to do it on your own because you'll sit in your fear and your lack of confidence and whatever it is and things will just drag on but when you have a coach and accountability guy saying come on come on you can do this you know i mean sal you know in the gym if you have somebody spotting you or doing it, you're going to get the extra reps in and you're going to go a little extra hard and further and all that and um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So it's good to bring people like that together. It's really powerful. Mm. Uh, quick question there. Uh, I heard you throw the word around confidence a few times. How does someone build confidence in themselves? How do, how do you think that happens? That's a great question, man. Uh, I think a lot of people have a lack of confidence, and it goes back down to beliefs. You know, I don't believe I, in, in th that things can change or I can do it myself. Um, I, and one thing that I found that helped me is when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I started doing the little things like, you know, I took guitar lessons and I started playing cards like magic cards. And I started like learning these little um, skills that, you know, aren't really going to change my career. But they started building my confidence because I'm learning something new and now I'm growing as a person and my my world was getting better um, just in those small ways. So then I'm so then when I started getting into the coaching and learning that I, I had the confidence like, oh, yeah, this is just something else I'm going to learn that I'm going to be good at. Um, you know, there was no reason. So uh, one thing is just go do something that interests you, um, you know, painting classes, a new workout or whatever it is, that'll help build your confidence because it's going to expand your horizons. You're going to think those new thoughts. You're going to have those new experiences. And it's just going to make you more confidence because you're just, you know, you're a bigger, better person because you're doing something new. Even something as little as going to a new location. I mean, just a new side of your town. 
yeah. a new place that you haven't been, it you might see something that opens your mind up uh, in a specific way, or you might run into someone that changes the way you think. Yeah, uh, I, I know just in Albuquerque alone, I've had thoughts in the past where it's oh small town, there's not much going on, negativity, this and that. But being around the right people and getting into the thick of things, wow, there's so much going on there. There's so many minds that are trying to grow, trying to produce things like we all are. Uh, you just have to I look, guess, you know, look get your, for it. Yeah, get your hands dirty. Yeah. Uh, be willing to, to be there. Uh, and, hey, to be uncomfortable. I know actually from our last episode that I don't know if this is still the same, but the term comfort or uncomfortable mm-hmm. isn't something you usually use, but you use that as a growth opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because that's really all it is. You know, I, I think there's some negative talk just around growing. It's like, oh, you're going to fail all the time, and it's going to be all these speed bumps, and it's going to suck, but but once you're through it, you can do it. And it's like, that. who the <laughs> hell wants to go through all that pain to get to something good? I think you can kind of reword that as just you're going to find new opportunities, and when you're ready, you will step into them, and it's not really going to be that big of a deal because you'll be ready for it. You know what I mean? Um, somebody's going to take you by the hand and help you out, and uh, I think that's a big difference between sitting there with fear and you're feeling like you got to grind or, or, you know, get into that bad mental place, I think that can hold you back because nobody wants to sign up for pain. You're you counting know? out the fact that you're gonna, going to evolve as a person to process, <coughs> right. uh, to grow into those kinds of roles. Right, right. I think that's the better part to, to look at because, of course, there's going to be like, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, a lot of work or there's going to be a lot of this or a lot of grind in that sense, but it's like when you're enjoying it, it's not bad. It's not negative. You know, there's a lot of people who, who do coaching or quit their day job, but they end up working more hours, but it doesn't feel like it because they're writing or they're talking and coaching and, you know, speaking. So it's, it's like, don't, don't focus on what's going to be different. Focus on what, what you're going to gain and how good you're going to grow and be a better person because of it. Hmm. That's it. But I mean, what you focus on is what you get, right? Yeah. When, yeah, people come in, like we talked about, they're focused on the pain of working out. They're focused on how much you're going to be sore, uh, all the extra time they're going to have to find to make it happen rather than focused on I'm going to feel alive and vibrant with the body that I want that I could wear that bikini with confidence and whatever it is, yeah. you know, there's where your focus is. You got to ask, where's my focus at? Even when you're getting up to do a speech and you got to talk in front of a lot of people, if my focus is on, oh my gosh, how do I look? What if I mess up? Am I going to look stupid? Or is my focus on, I hope I deliver a message that relates to somebody out there, at least one person, and it changes their life. Now my focus is different and my nerves move to a different place. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point. I just had that conversation with my daughter last night. I was telling you guys, we, we took her to a new gym to mm. try something new uh, to get her involved. And uh, it was like, I don't know about this or I'm not sure how it's going to be. And I'm like, it all depends on what attitude you show up with. If you're looking to have fun, I bet you have a really good time. And, you know, unfortunately she did and, and it turned out that way. But, you know, anytime you go into a situation where like this is going to suck and I hate it and can't believe I'm here. And that, that's what you're going to walk away with, too. And, you know, it's just that simple because you will find everything wrong with where you're at. But if you go in saying, man, how good can this be? You'll find little nuggets you didn't even you probably weren't even expecting. You know what I mean? Uh, Salvador, it's kind of like you guys built this new gym. Uh, we're able to broadcast out of this was a dirt lot. I mean, how do you know what it's going to be? But you look for the good. I'm sure you could have found tons of problems with this spot or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but your, your attitude about how you went into it. Now you built a beautiful place and. Um, I think it's all because of the direction and intention you guys set to do it. It's powerful to come in 
to a situation with that right attitude, it's funny how if you're looking or if you've already decided that you're going to be disappointed in whatever you're going into, that you force it. You add even more stress to that situation just because you're not going to let anyone else know that you're enjoying yourself. You're going to stick with that decision. I feel a lot of people do that. Yeah. That, and it just makes it so much worse. It stacks. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. You're just taking that fear and compounding it. And like I said, it just takes over what you're putting out and what you're looking at. So mm. yeah, absolutely. Well, man, look, I'm glad that we got <laughs> you in for round two. Uh, it's yeah. been a little while, man. Yeah, me too, man. I appreciate this. So when you come up on fear, Matt, how do you, how do you address fear? Like you got a new business idea. You want to run with this coaching, but there's a fear. Like, what if I don't make it? What if things don't work out? What if I lose my money? All these different fears, right? Yep. How do you address that? How do you overcome that? You actually just answered that for me. It's uh, I get out of my own head and figure out who I'm helping. Uh, you know, because I know I am not uh, the guru for, for self-help, but I am way further down the line than some people who are looking for help. And I know that I can help them get to a better point. Uh, so like you said, if I sit in, in my own head thinking like, oh, my God, how am I going to look? How's this going to sound? What does my logo look like? What if people judge? Nothing will get done because, again, I'll be looking for perfection before I get it out there. When some people are already just looking for a hand. Uh, to help them up out of their situation where they're at. And I know that a lot of the things I teach can help people, um, you know, gain that confidence and start gaining some more uh, clarity on what they want. So uh, that's exactly what I do. And when I get to that fearful spot, I'm thinking like, well, who is this for? Because in the end, it's not really for me. It's to help other people. Uh, And then once that happens, that's when I feel the joy. And that's when I feel the satisfaction is knowing that I help somebody. So um, getting out of your head a lot of times is uh, the easiest way to do it. And you look to help somebody else. So, And so if just say, for instance, you're in shape or you want to get in shape and it is about you and you still have a fear of, I don't know, the type of fears that people face. Like, what if I look funny at the gym? So just say that it is just uh, clearly related to you. How do you overcome that fear? It's a good question. I think um, you can try to uh, surround yourself with some new people, maybe some people going through trying to change their lives, Mm -hmm. you know, in a similar way. And then you guys can come together and bond. Um, Because I think one thing people miss, um, and I think you get a little bit of this wisdom as you age, but I think everyone thinks eyes are on you all the time. Like everyone's looking at me thinking, how am I dressed? What am I saying? What is Matt Hale up to these days? And like, as you get older and you, you know, you start looking around, you realize everyone's concerned about themselves. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Most people aren't judging me as bad as they're judging themselves. Uh, And, and the judgment is really what, you know, it's holding people down and putting people in all these stressful situations because, um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, getting out of your own head is, is a big thing. What do you think about that, Dustin? Getting out of yeah. your own head, huh? That's right, man. It's a hard one. It can I mean, be. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. That's and it, well, it proves a point that as individuals, we're more concerned with ourselves and we're really concerned about others. So when you look at that on the outside and, you know, you get embarrassed about what people think, you realize we're the same. They're thinking about themselves. They're worried about how they look. They're not worried about what I'm doing or how I look or this or that. And it's like, hey, just get out there, bring, right. <laughs> bring the fire, have some fun. Let's yeah. let's enjoy this and not be concerned about all these crazy things because people got their own stuff to worry about. That's right. Like, they're not going to be up on top of you know, our stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that uh, goes back to the art of being present. There you you go. know, because sometimes even 
like in the dating scene when you said you're you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden you're thinking like what is this person thinking of me but you're in your mind and you're not in the present moment you're in like what if this happens so you're entertaining your fears but if I could take a deep breath and use my senses to ground me and just be like what's my focus here my focus is to learn about this person to to make a new friend to understand him well then all of a sudden it's like you're present and your mind's not running like you know uh, an hour ahead and you're you're pretty much telling yourself this is what's going to happen an hour from now right right when you start thinking all these thoughts or thinking in the past but being present it's it's a challenge that i've always had to be present because even when i'm on beautiful vacations i could be thinking about the next one and it's like sal you're here right now <laughs> yeah yeah don't forget to enjoy it that's right you're on the beach trying to plan a beach vacation so <laughs> you, you know it's funny you bring that up i do uh sales training as well you know i have a sales background and being present is so important because one thing people will tell you is like you got to be a good listener uh, but you got to be a good present listener you know i think a lot of times people will you know ask a question and then while you're answering me I'm looking at Dustin in the eyes, but in my my mind, I'm like, what do I say next? How do I get this? What do I do? How do I close this deal? And and then as it's going, he is telling me what I need to hear. You know what I mean? He's giving me everything I need to help him out or close this sale. And yet I'm not hearing it completely because I'm lost trying to think of how to sell him. <laughs> so that when you said present, that's exactly what it reminded me in, in some of my teachings is that, that that is so important because you'll have the right thought if you if you pay attention to what, what others are saying. So. It's a good point, Salvador. What a valuable skill set to be present, to be that in depth in where you're at, right here, right now. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not popular. It's it's difficult to do. I know, especially when you're having conversations, especially with someone you look up to, it's really easy to get carried away of, oh my gosh, what do I say next? Ooh, what do I do here? Or this or that, and all of a sudden you're missing all the key details. Especially, you know, on dates even. You, c I've done this in the past. Where I'm like, oh what's my next move, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, you know, I missed her telling me what her birthday was or like what her favorite <laughs> meal is. And I'm like, dang it, yeah. what was that? I can't remember to save my life. And now there I am embarrassing myself having to ask again. Right. It's because I wasn't present. Right, right, absolutely. And I think that's part of the problem with phones. You know, everyone's always on their phone. I mean, you know, you go out to restaurants and there's like six people at a table and on everyone's heads down just on the phone. And it's like, my life has no meaning. Well, that was your meaningful moment. You're out with friends to have a good time, and yet you're just sitting there checking Facebook or, uh, like you said, looking for other friends <laughs> having good time. That's the same thing as being on the beach looking for a vacation. So, uh, yeah, that's a, a being present is, I think, a, maybe an art we should teach a little more. And it, I believe it's something you got to exercise, too, because, like I said, it's a challenge, but I know when I'm constantly every day trying to practice it and being aware of it, then I get better because even with Achilles – you know, shut off work, shut off your phone and just be with him. And the moments that I did that, I, I felt it. I was like, wow, that was amazing. That was beautiful. I wasn't worried about, you know, what do I got to get done? Who do I got to close? Yep. Um, what's on my phone? I just lived in that moment and that was beautiful. And I said, I want more of that, but I have to keep on, keep on practicing it. Another example in that is taking photos with your phone. I mean, nowadays it's so easy to take a billion photos, right? Yeah. So you go to an event, and in your head you're kind of thinking, hey, I want to capture the whole thing. With that in mind that you want to you know, show everyone else in your life, so you're trying to show off a little bit. Right. But you end up missing out on the event itself because you're worried about taking photos and this and that, that you're not paying attention. Yeah. That's happened to me a ton where 
here I am recording things and I don't remember the actual thing. Like <laughs> I just re- remember seeing the video, but I don't remember actually being there. <laughs> that's right. It's really confusing. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a great point. And speaking of exercises, you know, what kind of exercises do you recommend for, uh, for those listening to get their mind, their mind pumping to flex those muscles a little bit? Yeah. I think a great beginning, um, if you can do it is meditation. Um, uh, meditation is, uh, it's powerful because you get to be present. You get to slow down. And I'm talking five minutes here. You know, if you've never done it, five minutes will be just fine. Um, another thing to do, though, is, again, change something. You just We watch so much TV as a culture. You can give up 30 minutes to watch different TV. Like you said, watch a YouTube video on a subject that you like. I mean, if, if you're looking to make changes, it doesn't have to be, oh, I want a new career, so I'm just going to figure out the career. It's like start, you know. Look into cooking, look into painting, whatever you like. Start getting your interest going because the more you're finding joy in life, the more you're going to find joy in your career, the more you're going to be able to find those opportunities like that. So so if you can meditate, I know a lot of people say, oh, I can't do it. You know, my head races. Fine. Then then start with just start looking at something different. Read a different book, watch a different video, uh, do something to expand your world and grow a little bit as a person. And next thing you know, you'll be doing it more and you'll find something mm-hmm. else. And, and that's how you get the momentum going. What about just focusing on breathing? That seems to be important. When even if you're not Huge. so focused on like the mind and this and that, but just breathing properly because yeah. you know we have this habit of breathing, but yeah, some of us have a bad habit of breathing. It's not such a healthy one. Sure. Uh, yeah, um, my wife does a ton of yoga, and they have you know deep breathing and and talk about being present. If you follow mm-hmm. your breath, I mean that's just a great way. I know you know Salvador does a little bit of breathing before the podcast, and I think it's great because it just centers you, it focuses you, and uh, that's a great that's a great uh, example you brought up, Dustin. I prefer to hold my breath though when we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that explains why your eyes are bugging out right now. <laughs> Salvador, how, where did you find any breathing techniques? Um, the Iceman win. Oh, Hoff or yeah. Yeah, when I went to the Tony Robbins event, I was exposed to a lot of those breathing techniques. And breathing is used in every sport. I mean, meditation, religion, whatever. But breathing is huge. You Olympic lifting, you're holding your breath to make the lift. Like if you don't hold that breath, you don't make that lift. Um, to wake up in the morning, I do a breathing technique where it's real rapid, but it gets it gets you oxygenated. And so you feel awake, you feel alive. It's like they say, it's cocaine for the brain. Hmm. It's pretty much what it is when you do the breathing. And John, John just walked in here, but he's going to teach me some breathing on <laughs> how to get my body aligned right here. So nice. Uh, breathing, breathing is definitely overlooked. And the next time you're in a stressful situation, just try it where uh, most people don't know how to breathe deep. But when you're breathing in through the nose, you're actually, you could try it like laying on the ground where you put a book on your stomach and the book should go up as you're breathing in. And then when you exhale through the mouth, the book should go down. Mm. So you're filling up the, the belly. Yeah. Yep. You're filling up your belly with air. Nice, man. And so that's before I used to breathe up here in the chest. So it's not getting deep. But when you breathe, expand the belly, exhale longer than what you inhaled for. And just try that six times. Next time you're stressed in a stressful situation, before you respond, do that and yeah. see how that goes. 
Yeah, that's great. I mean, if, if you think about it now, we're giving all these suggestions. If you're looking for answers, you will find them. There's a million things you can do. <laughs> yes. um, you just have to tell yourself you're ready for something different and I'm going to find something that works for me. You know, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm not going to breathe. I don't want to do it like that. That sounds stupid to me <laughs> or it's so uncomfortable for Fine. Find something else. There is something waiting for you that will get you past where you're going. And, you know, and of course, we know pretty soon you'll be breathing with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so crazy that it can be so simple i mean yes. yeah, breathing it sounds funny i mean it makes me almost want to laugh but seriously it helps a ton if you know how to do it right yeah. and not very many people know how to do it right which again it's strange but hey it'll really help in those like you said if you look for it there's simple answers and not just in breathing but yes. in pretty much everything out there yeah i like how matt broke that down too of just finding something so do an inventory on your life what makes you feel alive do more of that shit yeah. that's where yeah that's that's what life's about you do the things that make you feel alive and you find out well i don't have nothing well then go out and experience the world find out what makes you feel alive and then start doing more of it yeah and i, I want to add on that have patience with that go out and do those things and the more you surround yourself with those kinds of atmospheres that you enjoy they're going to be more involved in your life it's going to you're going to send around all of those uh, but you have to be patient. Those things don't just change instantly. You have to have that mindset. You have to be aware of it. And eventually, over time, all of a sudden, you're going to be living that dream out. And you're like, wow, I'm so glad I made those decisions, you know, a month ago, six months ago, a year ago. Like, holy cow, look where I'm at now. It's such a complete difference. It's insane. Yeah, I think sometimes we overestimate what we can do in the short term, but underestimate what we do in the long term. And, and to touch on your patience, I mean, certain things can change overnight. And really what that changes is your mindset. Because mm. once you are successful, once you are in shape, once you are the person in your mind who you want to be, then you start living that way. Mm. So even though I need to lose 50 pounds, once I make the change in my mind that I'm someone who exercises and eats healthy, I'm already that person. Mm. Even though the weight will take, like you said, a little bit of time to come off because we are physical beings. So, but, but the shift can happen in mm -hmm. an instant. Didn't happen for me in an instant. You know, I, I hung on to a lot of limiting beliefs and kept me stuck. And like I said, my thing was, I don't know what to do. Even though everything inside was like, I want it, I want it. Um, once the mindset shift, and then I, mm -hmm. I, was, I became a coach way before I actually has, have been putting it out there. So. so, yeah, the mindset's the biggest thing. That's one thing that can shift very, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Uh, that's and what then, they call a decision, right? That's when mm -hmm. you, uh, they, sometimes people say, it took me 10 years to get to this point. It actually took you one second when you made that decision yes. in your head. This is it. This is what I'm going to do. Yes. That's when it was made. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I do my coaching program because I felt like I needed a hand. I needed somebody to help me in that time. And so that's what I want to provide for other people because a lot of times people make those instant decisions when they hit rock bottom. You know what I mean? God, we got evicted. I got kids. I got a <coughs> wife. We're on the street. I don't know what's. And then, you know, you make a decision because you're in that life or death. I think what the problem is with most people is nothing's quite that bad. You know, you can kind of keep going with the same routine and it's hard to go. You know, I think there's those books from like good to great or getting out of mediocrity. Uh, that's really tough because at least things aren't horrible. You know, they're not good. They're not great, but at least they're not horrible. And people sit and live their whole lives and not horrible. And to me, that is a, a shame and a waste of your, your experience here because you have something inside of you that the world wants to see. And your world might be three people 
It might be mm-hmm. it might be like Tony Robbins. It's the whole world. But the, the you were here with a gift and you get to share it. And your job is to develop that. And once you make a mindset that I am going to be the best me possible, who knows how good your life is going to turn out? You know what I mean? Who knows what you are capable of when you have that mindset of I'm going to live to my potential today. And that's really where you find fulfillment, right? That's where you find fulfillment because then you're doing the things you love. And then you're seeing how doing the things you love are impacting other people. Uh, You guys are loving putting together a little podcast. People who are listening to this are inspired by it. And and this isn't work, right? I mean, are you guys hating this? Is it, God, got to go do the podcast again, right? (laughs) You know, it's not because you guys were looking to do something that inspires you, which in turn inspires others. It's just it's a huge evolution of how how good things can happen. Mm. I love it, Matt. Um, <laughs> mic drop. Got mic drop right there by Matt. Thank Damn you. it, Matt. I, yeah. Your brand, money, your brand new mic, man. <laughs> um, so if you could leave the people listening with one thing that you think is the most important after everything you've saw and dealt with the people that you dealt with, what's one thing that you would leave everybody listening with? Anything you want is absolutely possible. Everything is available to you immediately. The only reason you're not seeing it is because you're not looking for it or you're not clear on it. Uh, and those are skills that you can easy, easily learn. Mm. Wow. Mm. Matt, bring the fire today. <laughs> it was all that breathing before yeah, this. Man. I'm, I'm going to yes. run home from this. <laughs> mm. Well, it's been fun having you here, Matt. I'm glad that we got to have you on again with our new equipment. I was re-listening to the episode on the way over here, actually, uh, of our last time, and it was actually, it was full of great content. It was, it was wonderful, especially on your end, Matt. We're yeah, always thank, bringing, thank the, always bringing the thank fire. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, but the audio quality is just so, uh, but so. Hey, that's okay. It's part of the journey, man. Yeah, it's no, part it's, of your guys' journey. Exactly. It's funny. You know, I couldn't help but sit there and smile. Like, I can't believe us goons doing this. <laughs> but no, now we're working with some good stuff. We're getting your beautiful voice here on the mic. And uh, I'm looking forward to releasing this one. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys so much, and, man. Uh, tell us, uh, tell everybody where we can find you at. Uh, if they want to connect with you for coaching or just connect with you in any way, where could we find you? What's your website? Uh, I don't know if I want to leave a phone number. Your middle name. <laughs> yeah. Social my, my security, social security numbers. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, makeinspiredchoices.com uh, might be one of the best ways to find me. I'm on Instagram as the real Matthew Hale, and I'm on Facebook as Matthew Hale. And what I'm doing now is just giving out free content, free tips. You know, if you're just looking for a little something, just follow the videos. Uh, they're all there just to help you along. And then when you get to the point that you might want to coach or want something different, I've got a program for that too. So, uh, yeah, makeinspiredchoices.com. Making inspired choices. Matt Mm. is is great to work with. I work with him all the time. So if you guys are looking for that, just need some clarity in your life. um, Just (laughs) a little touching going on over here. (laughs) uh, Matt would be great for that. Reach out to him. Uh, I know that from firsthand experience. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. (laughs) Real firsthand. I (laughs) give each other. Uh, But hey, go out there, check out his stuff. Share his, his videos and his content. It's great. It's been a lot of fun to see Matt bring the fire every day. And we got the last question. I know we asked you this before, but Matt Hale, what does it mean to you to live a fulfilling life? What does fulfillment mean to Matt Hale? Uh, I definitely think fulfillment means, like you said, finding what inspires you. Um, because when you live at your best self, you make the people around you better. That's what makes our communities better. That's what's going to change the world. Nothing big is going to happen that makes a difference. It's when we look inside and say, I'm going to be the best I can be. That's what will spread like wildfire.
and what is fulfillment to Matt then? What, what fulfills you? Fulfillment to me is inspiring other people to live their best lives. Bring in the fire. Thank mm. you. Hey, yes. Bringing that fire never gets old. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think this about wrapped this one up. Uh, thank you again for coming on here for round two. Uh, I'm glad that you don't mind us. You know, you could come on our show. That's right. <laughs> I'll come back anytime. Man. I appreciate you too. Sure Keep we'll, up the good work, guys. We, we will have you on soon, man. And we're going to continue to shout out your name. Because you've been an, an awesome role model to us uh, and a great friend. Thanks, man. So, but yeah. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for coming on. And that's it for today. All right, guys. This has been Film and Hero, where we share, define, and discuss the principles that model filling life. We'll see you later. <laughs>